Welcome to and the award goes to weekly podcast where we see the newest films that hit theaters, giving our thoughts, impressions, and finally an award. It's a particular thing in the movie. I said all that to like I didn't take a breath before I said any of it. Yeah. So I was like running out of breath. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. My name's JT Atkins. With me is uh, Rocky Rudoy. Hey. Yeah. How's it going? It's going, man. Uh, it's going. Oh, that's like you rubbing your pants. I was like, what? Do it oh. again. Do it again. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> okay. Um, fucking tweaking, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently. Um, what did we what did we see this week? Uh we saw Thoroughbreds. The directorial debut of Corey Finley. Really? Was that his debut? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. He wrote and directed this film. Oh, okay. So I can't tell you what else he's done because he's done nothing. <laughs> done nothing. Yeah. Um but the other wait a minute, so it was his directorial debut. Who who wrote it? He did. Oh, okay. You said yeah. written and directed? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was taking a sip of my delicious <laughs> Sorry, water. I didn't give a fucking shit. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. Because I don't have to. Because I run this fucking show. Um, cool. So he wrote and directed. That's interesting. What yeah. uh, I wonder if I could sound more sarcastic saying that. That's interesting. Um, Good what, for you, Corey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is... With uh, no E. Yeah. Does it... Wait a minute. So it's just Y? C-R-O-Y, yeah. C- C-O-R-Y. Yeah. Okay. What a fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> fuck, fuck Corey Finley. Next uh, review. All right. Moving on. Uh, what? Uh, who, who was who was a what's a who, who was in it? Olivia Cook. Uh, Is that the girl from The Witch? No, that's Anya Taylor-Joy. Oh, uh, okay. Um, and Anton Yelchin. Yes. And this yeah. is Anton Yelchin's uh, last movie. Yep. He passed away. Allegedly. Like, until, they year, out a, until they pull out. Until they pull out. another thing else. else yeah. Like, look, Anton Yelchin's in this also. <laughs> What? I honestly he died in 2016. Thought, yeah, I was gonna say he died yeah. like two years ago. Yeah, it was a uh, because they had a memorial for him in Star Trek Beyond. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, I thought I was like really clever when I was watching this movie because I thought there was a moment during the movie where I was like, oh. It's so obvious that he died in the middle of production. Oh, I thought the same thing. And until they changed. The end. Like, oh, he's in another scene. Unless he just shot it out of order. I have no idea. I yeah, but I, I legitimately, I don't know. I have to go back and like, I've got an interview uh, on a podcast on my phone that I need to go listen to with uh, Anton Yelchin. The, no. <laughs> he's like, I'm not really dead. With the what idiot would get smashed by his own truck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wasn't it like yeah, this jeep like pinned him in between? Yeah, like, I guess. I guess or something. Yeah, and... I guess it's a pretty common defect in that model like it was up on a hill but i guess oh shit i guess you're on a hill like yeah something with that brand it doesn't break right or something like that on a hill where like it's the been emergency brake slide back yeah like gives something out like or something yeah. jeez yeah and it pinned him he was like checking his mouth <laughs> pinned him That's... between it and the mailbox it's fucking rough um but no i have an interview on a podcast the the q a with jeff goldsmith where he I saw it just pop up today. He just released it. Um, he does an interview with the writer director of this film. Mm. So I'm looking forward to hearing more about the movie behind the scenes. So maybe, maybe he's got something to say about it. He was it. interviewing him. He's like, oh, Corey, well, who are you? I, 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 just kidding. I don't give a shit. <laughs> no, yeah, don't anything. Who cares? No. Um, what, what else have we got? Who, who, is there any other people of name or noteworthy in it? Paul Sparks plays. Was that the dad? Yeah, the dad. The stepdad? Yeah, he was in Boardwalk Empire and stuff. So. Oh, okay. He looks like he'd be from it. I don't know. Yeah. He's, he's been in some movies. Oh, okay. Um, you know, he's just one of those, like, supporting actor type. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and what about the music? Who was the music by? The music is what was really interesting to me about this film. It's weird. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. It doesn't say the music. Huh. Uh... I don't know 
yeah the music was the thing that really stood out to me also because it's like what is this yeah um it was super weird and like super unsettling yeah which was weird because i was like this movie we were just talking about it earlier this movie is like marketed as like a heathers meets something and it's definitely not like heathers Mm -hmm. and it doesn't have that like black comedy feel to it or whatever Mm -hmm. even though there is like pretty funny parts but uh overall it's not a very funny movie but like there's parts of it that are like kind of weird and kind of unsettling and one of that is like one of those parts is like the aesthetic they use with the sound Mm -hmm. with the music did you did you find out who was eric friedlander who's that that's a composer (laughs) and susan jacobs was his supervisor okay that's I don't know who you, I don't know who that is. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Yeah, I don't know either of those names. Let's see, Wikipedia says he's a mathematician. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, but no, he's a cellist and composer based in New York City. Um, okay. He's a veteran of New York City's experimental downtown scene. Freelander has worked in many contexts. Blah blah blah. So you know he's uh, he's a hipster. Yep. Um, oh, sorry. It's saying for the mathematician. Click here. So this is the composer. Uh, oh, so the composer isn't a mathematician? No. Oh, okay. No, he's just he's just a dude. I was gonna say that would have been pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't really see. He just he looks like he's done a lot, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah, but the music's pretty interesting. It is. So, mm-hmm. how overall, how did you how did you like the movie? I thought it was good. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't blown away by it, but I thought it was good yeah i think that's more or less my feelings like it's seems like a well-crafted film it's very well more or at least well like well produced or something yeah for uh, sure yeah there wasn't anything that really gripped me about it like i was hoping there would be Mm -hmm. but uh yeah we'll we'll get to all that later um do you have any a lot of news any anything i got a couple okay um extra extra read all about it me and that playboy in trouble again extra I don't know if you got this one or not. You probably have it, but Chris Wig is going to be playing Cheetah in Wonder yep. Woman two. Yeah, it I is saw that. Confirmed. Yeah, uh, Cheetah was Wonder Woman, one of her most popular and villains. Yeah, it's usually her like Joker or Lex Luthor. Like Cheetah's usually her like big villain. Yeah, that's what I've seen a lot of people like. I don't know too much about Cheetah. Mm-hmm. Seen her pop up in, in Injustice Two a lot, but uh, when I play that, <laughs> other than that, I don't know well, too much about her. Let me her. tell you about her. She's a Cheetah. Yeah. Person. <laughs> and that's all you really need to know. Okay. <laughs> um, but it's interesting because I got Kristen Wiig to play her. Kristen Wiig yeah. is known mainly for doing comedy. Yeah. yeah. There's been a couple of dramatic roles. She um, has. There's one I really like her in, the Skeleton Twins. Okay. That's a that's a good her and uh the other dude from Saturday Night Live bill something bill Hader. yes yeah i think it's him. yeah okay. they're, like, they're like twins in the movie it's really really good is and that it's the one like whenever, dark stuff in it is that the one whenever they're part of a acting like thing back when they were younger mm, i don't think the so. parents were like shock artists or was that a jason bateman film i forgot <clears throat> there's some brother sister film oh okay it's like no that's like called like the family something yeah well, whatever but um <laughs> yeah yeah kristen wig see if she does a it's gonna do a dramatic role again as a villain so it'd be interesting yeah. i mean look i just don't understand how wonder woman's like one of her villains is a cheetah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like what she's like... into animal abuse <laughs> <laughs> wonder woman is wonder woman is about empowering women but beating the fuck out of animals <laughs> i guess um she is not a vegan 
Okay. Uh, no, I... <laughs> Cheats, I mean... It has yeah. something to do with, like, a panther tribe and, like, gods and stuff like but that. But, like... Like she, like, she has a sacrifice... Like, at least in some of the comics are right, she doesn't have to, like, sacrifice a cheetah... Yeah. ...to endow her with her powers and stuff. But how does that even hold a candle to Wonder Woman, a demigod? Well, she's really fast. Oh, she, okay. Yeah, she just run. Gotcha. She run around her. <laughs> and I don't know if you ever fought cheetah... Uh, twenty plus level. Her being a twenty plus level yeah, on, on injustice, injustice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll kill the fuck out of you, oh, just yeah, like yeah. every twenty plus yeah, character. Quite, but I mean, those are just <laughs> that's just the yeah, that's just the games where everyone is like, yeah, this makes sense that you know Red Hood is beating up Superman or something. Oh well, yeah, this, this this makes sense. Like you shot him with a gun. Uh, yeah, Superman's not bulletproof. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ever this, this, this makes sense that Harley Quinn is beating Swamp Thing. Yeah, yeah this is all right. <laughs> yeah, no. she could definitely beat Black. <laughs> Harley Quinn can definitely beat anybody. Yeah, yeah of course. Uh, so I'm, I'm confused by the cheetah thing, but yeah, that's interesting. Well, um, I saw something about that too. So mm-hmm. let's see. Um, I'm trying to look at the news that I actually care about. Um, <laughs> you already did the cheetah thing. Well, I mean, it's been a you know, it's been a minute since because we didn't do news on the last one. So no. Joss Whedon isn't tied to the Batgirl movie anymore. Mm-hmm. So who do, you want, who do you want them to get? This this is one of the few, uh, from my understanding of the story, this is one of those few times where like the director, writer, whatever you know, the Joss Whedon, he just like up and left because he's like, I don't, I don't have anything. Like, which is bullshit there's no way <laughs> there's no way he didn't have anything he has i'm something. sure he probably had something but he might i mean maybe he's just going through it some is the, stuff it is the like, easiest way to say i don't want to do this because of all that stuff that came out last year yeah. about me being a real shit person <laughs> and not that good of a feminist i am uh i'm definitely thinking a lot of that yeah but i'm trying to give him a little so bit of being of like i'm a piece of crap he's like i just didn't have anything <laughs> so i didn't read anything <laughs> uh, all that stuff about like buffy and firefly and everything that that took it all out of me all so i ain't Avengers, gonna, I ain't gonna anything else no uh justice league killed him <laughs> yeah it was his nail in the coffin um, now I'm sure he'll him, spring Zack Snyder, and Zack Snyder's daughter. All three of them now with all their coffins. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's I could the, I can pass that's it the, on. That's the most black comedy you'll get out of this episode <laughs> on a movie that's supposed this to be, be a black, black comedy. comedy. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's weird. Like, he was just like... So he, he peaced out, whatever. Um, so yeah. who do you want to see jump on it? Hmm. I would like to see Catherine Bigelow do yeah. it and i'd like to see it written by gail simone yeah i, I definitely want to see it written by, by gail yeah. simone that's yeah. who i want to write it yeah. yeah um i think that's what everybody wants is gail simone right but i want a yeah. woman director or uh get get greta Gerwitz to do it she there you got, go she yeah, did lady, she did lady bird. bird yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. i uh unfortunately haven't seen lady bird yet but yeah well, get her it's available it. yeah. now you can watch it yeah on, uh, i saw yeah it's on like amazon, amazon Prime or something, so. you can buy it yeah it's definitely worth a watch i'm def- i'm definitely going to be checking it out yeah. over this weekend either tomorrow tonight or tomorrow probably yeah. that and uh call me by your name both of those. call me by your name is great yeah call me by your name has my favorite scene of last year in it really but okay. when it happens, you'll know it. It's when they're fucking each other. No, yeah. it's not. It's not. <laughs> That's good stuff. No, man. no, no. It's it's a scene. It's a scene near the end. Whenever it happens, you'll know it because okay. it's amazing. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that. Then. Yeah. I mean, I've heard good things, so I'm looking forward to mm-hmm. both of the movies. But uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of like 
It'd be it'd be cool. Like Catherine, uh, what did you say, Catherine Bigelow? Yeah, Catherine right? Bigelow. Yeah, yeah, she'd be good. I mean, You're like what's her name, Deuce Bigelow? <laughs> yeah, some Deuce Bigelow, Mel Gigolo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she could, like she that. could do it. Yeah. That's that's the unfortunate thing is I just don't know too many female directors, so I can't like list off on it. And Patty Jenkins, she's all Wonder Woman stuff. Right well, for now, Wonder so. Woman, she wasn't like a big name. Like I mean, she of course like monster and stuff like that, yeah. but like it wasn't yeah. like how we talk about her now. Yeah, you know, it's like who yeah exactly. Like patty jenkins. exactly and then wonder woman's like oh patty jenkins got yeah you. yeah no it'd be it'd be see it'd be cool to see um i've heard good things about greta gerwich with uh ladybird mm-hmm. so stepping up on that would be really cool yeah just someone that that's what we need to do we need to they need to reach out more and get more uh diverse uh people doing stuff so don't yeah. just get another white dude it's batgirl get someone yeah <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, get a black dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get a Come dude. on. Get an Asian dude. Get, yeah, get a dude. Come get on. Get an Arab dude. <laughs> yeah, just not a white dude. Yeah, um, no whiteies. <laughs> but as you may or may not know, Batgirl is my favorite superheroine. So oh, I want them to do superheroine. Oh, others yeah. is. You said Batgirl? Yeah. Oh, that's Supergirl was. No. Oh. Supergirl's like good. Like oh. I like her. She's just like Superman and it's oh. awesome. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, she's gotten better, like ever since the show came out i've been like holy crap like supergirl is good so like supergirl's like a close second right now but i fucking love barbara gordon okay. like barbara gordon's fucking awesome mm-hmm. so i really want them to not fuck this movie up <laughs> i find her more interesting though as oracle i think yeah. that, i no, think no, that's no, the no, thing and i think that would be interesting to have a superhero film or something well i mean i don't know how you center a whole film around oracle but like her as a handicapped character is something that we really haven't gotten in the, a movie superhero movie like yeah. we have daredevil yeah but that, he's got a show mm-hmm. but like right now we don't have a handicap hero we we don't know yeah I, I'd, I'd love to see this wheelchair in yeah. a wheelchair would be really interesting yeah and, i'd love i'd love to see an oracle story mm-hmm. um maybe they can jump into that after like they can do the first maybe they can do the whole like story of it mm-hmm. and do do the first movie and then maybe kind of do some of the killing joke actually right and then like she gets shot and everything and then she becomes oracle but then and... her batman fuck on a roof like, <laughs> yeah her and batman have sex on a roof under a gargoyle statue or something and, and dc just <laughs> signed off on that shit they're like, like yeah, yeah this is good <laughs> this is source material as alan moore so people will like it regardless yeah, right? i'm sure yeah. alan moore is real happy about it <laughs> yeah. a man that's literally got fucked in almost every <sighs> adaptation they've made of his work yeah um yeah, we'll see. Batgirl yeah. is going to happen hopefully at some point. So yeah, sure. we'll find out. Uh, what else, what else you got? Um, the Sopranos is getting a prequel film. Yeah, yeah. I saw something really about, about it because I'm a huge Sopranos fan. Yeah. Um, I've rewatched that whole series like five times. Really? Was, yeah, and I was watching it as it was coming on television. Also. Oh, okay. I remember seeing the first episode at a young age, like in a hotel, coming back from Pittsburgh. Yeah yeah um it must be like you with that is like me with lost then because yeah. i caught a lot of lost live yeah i've watched it re- like numerous times yeah, like yeah. all the way through yeah and, it is yeah. definitely um but it's getting a prequel uh film david chase is coming back who's the creator of the show oh, okay um he's gonna be returned with uh one of the main writers from the show and yeah. it's gonna be a movie called the many saints of newark okay um it'll be taking place in the 60s um following tony's dad uh, Johnny Boy Soprano, okay. um, who's seen in some flashback episodes, um, his mom, Lydia, um, and Uncle June, mm-hmm. which is a character in the show, Uncle Junior. And okay. that's was Lydia in the first two seasons yeah. before the actress died. Huh. Spoilers, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, it's going to be based around the Newark riots 
Um, they've been saying that it's, it's during the time of the sixties, whenever blacks and Italians weren't getting along, it was kind of, is kind of what made the Italians go from the inner city out into the suburbs. Okay. Um, it's the catalyst to all that. So it's going to be focusing on the Newark riots and focusing on Johnny Boy Soprano, Uncle June, Lydia, all yeah. of them. And uh, you probably see, I mean, since in the 60s, it'll probably feature a young Tony, like yeah. Tony as a kid. Okay. And um, probably see some other characters from the show. Like I know they said Polly used to be an enforcer for uh, Johnny Boy Soprano back when he was like 17. So you saw probably see young Polly Walnuts and some other characters that are in that age group or something like that or probably have some nods to younger characters or something like that you know, yeah. who are young during this time so it'd be interesting i think it's a smart thing to do trying like i said do like let's do a sopranos movie oh did one of the screen just go black at the end confuse everybody and <laughs> angry heard, like everybody else i've heard about the ending yeah, yeah. i've heard the ending is like super like divisive and yeah kind of weird and yeah kind of kind of a gamble but yeah I mean, so they're like well here's a movie anything. about the further adventures of tony soprano <laughs> uh it said it's a good idea where you can you know, you don't need to know the show that much or anything yeah. like that. It's just like, well, here's a movie that takes place with characters you've heard mentioned or know younger okay. during, you know. Did they say time. anything else about the movie or is it just announced? They don't have a director yeah. or anyone tied to no, it? No. Oh, okay. No, it just got announced. Like a release date or anything? Mm-hmm. Or, no, no just, just working on it right now. Just that it is a concept that's happening. So. Yep. Okay. Yep. Interesting. So, Under the Silver Lake. Did you hear about that? Mm-mm. It's a... For, uh, it, it follows director returns this summer with Andrew Garfield and neo noir. Yes. A neo noir film. Yeah. 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 I always forget the name of it. I know they just released a poster for it. Oh, I I didn't even see the poster of it. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm pretty interested in that mainly because I have a, like Andrew Garfield, I think is pretty good. Um, he gets a lot of shit because of amazing, amazing Spider-Man, but he is incredible yeah, in no, he's a great uh, social, actor. social network. I, he's, I love him. In he's that. Great social network. He was great in that film that came out the end of 2016, which I think is criminally underrated just because I think it got so outshined by La La Land, but Martin Scorsese put out his passion project Silence oh, around okay, that yeah. time. I thought which, that was 2017. That's 2016? Yeah, it came out in December 2016. Like, oh, okay. It came out right around the same time as La La Land gotcha. came out. Yeah. And like, I just don't think the studio was, was promoting silence at all. Like, how yeah. do you promote, like, hey, here's this movie about two Catholic monks <laughs> yeah. that go over to – Catholic priests that go to Japan to mm-hmm. find their mentor. And the Buddhist idea around that time is – or the Japanese idea at that time is if you aren't Buddhist and you don't call out your religion, like, yeah. turn your back on your own religion then you'll be tortured and executed like how do you <laughs> yeah i remember only seeing one trailer about it yeah. and i didn't get any of that from the trailer yeah. so i don't and it was I a scorsese it, film yeah. and it, it's like didn't get any recognition really wow. at all and andrew garfield was in that does a great performance and him and yeah. adam driver okay i thought you that. were going to talk about his uh other movie where he starred in um the same year he did hacksaw ridge no <laughs> i'm trying to make the joke but i can't think of the thing uh snoke what's his name oh andy circus yeah his directorial debut movie oh, jungle book where it was like was that no he didn't direct oh, that that was no, john Favreau. no no the new jungle book he is though oh i didn't know that yeah. this what's the one movie where it's like he dir- he directed it and andrew garfield oh in it. yeah it came out like last fucking, october fucking looks really... andrew garfield. <laughs> yeah. where's a paraplegic he like gets like that sickness that movie like, makes bombed it, like nobody <laughs> liked that, that film <laughs> okay so that's my attempt to i was trying to joke at nobody it, but i watch... forgot everything <laughs> yeah. about the movie so uh no 
nobody want to watch Andrew Garfield confined to a fucking bed and real sad. <laughs> yeah. But his wife not leaving him because she has hope in him and he can do better with his there life. It's a true story. Doesn't he? Yeah, it's something. I, I don't know. Forget uh, about it. But um, did you, did you like It Follows? I loved It Follows. Yeah. See, so I have a love-hate relationship with It Follows because like, I love the first half of that movie. And then it gets really stupid really fast for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, whoa, nope, nope, I'm good. And I like nope out. And so I don't pay attention. Like I've only seen it the once and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm good now. Yeah. yeah, it was. <laughs> it kind of ticks me off. And so I'm interested to see what a writer director that did that will do with this movie, uh, whatever it was called under something like what was it called? under under the silver lake mm-hmm. um i mean that writer director and then coming with andrew garfield definitely interested to see what happens with that but yeah, uh sure. i just hope he doesn't do a thing halfway through it like i mean spoilers for <laughs> it follows <laughs> i hate the part where you realize the entity mm-hmm. is physical yeah <laughs> and so they just like it turns into a fucking like <laughs> like Ernest goes something movie where they're just like just beat it to the and they like fight it and it's like it feels like Ernest is invisible and I'm watching like Ernest goes to jail or something yeah. and it's like this thing like walking out and everyone's trying to fight it and he's like just getting like they attract they attack it with like beach chairs and stuff and attack with fucking milk is that what Ernest <laughs> what, what does Ernest use on those trolls in that one movie they use milk on them or something maybe I don't know it was the Halloween one they're like those it's, trolls it just it gets very it that movie was terrifying fine to me i remember watching i love the idea of like yeah like like, hey it scares me (laughs) it was i like the metaphor of it and it was like really scary i was like fuck like it's it had really creepy image imagery i love the score is amazing the score is really good i know i know you know about me how i love slasher stuff with the stalky feel and Mm -hmm. so when you just have this thing chasing you and Mm -hmm. it's just walking after you that like the one scene that always gets me is when uh and she's like trying to hide in your room or something mm-hmm. and like someone opens the door and they're like what and then you see the creature right behind her and it's yeah. like Whew. like it's really it's a really tall guy like coming through the doorway and it's like his head's kind of darked out because it's dark in the hallway that is a terrifying shot mm-hmm. everything about that first half of that movie is like legitimately terrifying for me and then it turns into the slapstick stupid crap <laughs> where like everyone's trying to home alone it and just like come up with these fucking trap i'm like no yeah. no you had me what is this i love the, um, I love the whole film yeah it's it's uh, yeah so i just hope this movie doesn't do that halfway right. through where it turns into something kind of weird. I don't know. Yeah. We'll we'll see. But um I'm interested. So yeah. that that was announced. Yeah. And... Um the piece I had, I think I brought it up the first time we tried to record the Black Panther um review with news. Yeah. But when my computer died. But that director around the same time, about a year afterwards, so um The Witch came out, Robert Eggers. Um the director that was his directorial debut and he's putting out a new movie called the lighthouse um starring robert pattinson oh, okay. and uh william defoe yeah and how the witch is all about like folklore around that time and everything and mm-hmm. you know is based off of that like the witch trials and all that stuff and witch lore and all that he's going to be doing the same thing apparently with um old like shanty seafarer mythology like folklore and stuff like that yeah yeah yeah. so it's gonna be a ghost story i think or something maybe it'll be like the fog or something like that but all that's known about is that our pants is set to star in it okay and when to be in it and it'll be based around like old like seafarer folklore 
do they have a like location that they're kind of based on it around like somewhere in like maryland or no whatever, i think or... I th- probably yeah it's it's in a fucking lighthouse yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> um, uh no, i don't know i don't think let me somewhere see. on the east coast yeah um it'll be interesting i i, I mean for a long time it was uh he said, but I guess he's going to back burners that his second film was going to be a remake of Nosferatu, but oh, okay. he's putting that on the back burners for right now. Um, yeah, I don't really see anything about where it's going to be set. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's... They haven't really announced anything about that right yeah. now. So, we'll cool. see. Yeah. It's, uh, it's an A24 project. Yeah. And, A24 doing good with their shit. Yeah, and it'll be uh, co-written with his brother. Okay. Which I think the witch may have been also, so it'd be him and Max Eggers writing it. Oh, okay. Robert cool. Directing it. So awesome. Yeah. Did you hear about the uh, Star Wars news? I didn't even screenshot it, but there was some Star Wars news. There's I'm always Star to... Wars news. <laughs> There's always was Star it John Favreau doing a TV show? It's was it a TV show? I thought it was like a movie or I something. Thought, I thought it was a series for their streaming I don't service. Fucking no. I don't know. I'm tired of Star Wars news. I gotta be honest. I love with you. Star Wars. I'm gonna watch whatever, but well, I'm just like with the news. I'm always just like, yeah, I know Star Wars. It, it exists. So like we're I'm making to... everything. But we're probably gonna fire everybody. <laughs> the thing that really uh, somebody that had a point. I think it was on Collider. Um, someone brought up that instead of who runs it right now, who runs uh, Catherine something? Yeah, Kathleen something. Kathleen Kennedy, maybe. I sure. Think. Um, Let's go with that. It doesn't feel like she's as good of a mind as, say, a Kevin Feige. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of controversy. She's, like, firing directors. Yeah. She's going to fire leaving. So there's, like, a lot of – they're really keeping everything under their thumb and not letting directors be as creative as they could, except for Last yeah. Jedi, it seems. Um, so they brought up, why don't they just let Dave Filoni take over? Who's that? Dave Filoni is the guy that – ran clone wars and ran uh oh, rebels. rebels yeah because okay, yeah, rebels just ended didn't because it? and because it, everybody loves both and yeah. he has such a love for like all the like yeah. books and comics and like in interviews he's always like referencing like different things that happened like years ago and stuff yeah. it's yeah. like just let him like run yeah like make him the kevin feige it's like he has the actual patch it seems like kathleen is just like she doesn't yeah. have a patent. Like she's just doing it for the studio because it's yeah. her job. It doesn't well, feel I, like she has like a yeah. love. For... I think she has like some connection with like George Lucas. Or yeah, something too. Yeah. So when he took off, it was like all her. Yeah, you need you need around by like a like Kevin Feige is a fan. Yeah, and you know he talks about being a fan. Yeah, you need somebody that's a fan that can run this and know how to put the parts and what fans are going to react yeah. to positively and yeah. stuff. So. I say Dave Filoni should take over. <laughs> you know, yeah. They'll never do it. But. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how she receives the criticism after Solo comes out in two months. So. <laughs> hmm. uh, advanced things I heard from advanced viewings is that the movie's great. Okay, he's not. I mean, that's what it looks like in the yeah. trailers and everything. I hear the movie's fun. It's really yeah. good, but he's just not good in the role. Yeah. That's, that's why I keep yeah. on hearing. Yeah, it doesn't even just in the trailers. It doesn't look like this kid is any good. Yeah, it's like, oof, that's rough. So. Yeah, I liked him Hell Caesar. So, oh okay, that last Coen Brothers movie that came out. Yeah, he was actually good. In it. He had comedic timing in it, so I didn't really understand. Like maybe that maybe that was more written because I know this one was very heavily like uh, imp- imp- improv, improv, improv yeah. like before mm-hmm. the two dudes got fired. So. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> solo oof yeah solo we'll find out um i think that's all i had there all i cared about at least you good yeah okay so now we'll move on to our review of thoroughbreds Mm -hmm. 
I'm being foolish. It's the worst fake crying I've ever seen. She's just using the technique. A what? The technique. Holy... <clears throat> Amanda, this is my stepdad, Mark. How long are you here, Amanda? My mom's gonna pick me up around midnight. Midnight's late for us. I'll call your mom. She can come pick you up now. She's busy. Doing what? Chemotherapy. I don't have any feelings, ever. And that doesn't necessarily make me a bad person. It just means I have to work a little harder to be good. I'm sending you to boarding school. After that, you're off my payroll. You hate him. You despise him. Honey, you can't go in looking like that. I'm fine. Let me just... I'm not gonna have to stand here all day like a robot, repeating myself. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. You ever think about just killing him? How would you? Um, um, so, thoroughbreds, um, spo- non-spoilers and then spoilers. Yes. What do you, uh, what do you think? It's very Kubrickish. You think so? Mm-hmm. It, it reminds me uh, a lot of The Shining and like the hallway scenes and everything like that. How it's shot. There's a lot of tracking shots yeah. and long takes. Yeah, like I saw, it feels I a, lot a lot like a Kubrick film and okay. stuff. Kind of how it. It's kind of quiet throughout it, and yeah, it's pretty. Except quiet for maybe, like the yeah. music plays, and the music's like really weird. I don't even know like how to describe. There's the music. weird stuff. Yeah, it's like weird like string plucking and yeah. like weird like it's just like a couple drums and getting hand hit, drums like, or something. Yeah, because yeah, it's definitely not with mallets. They're like hitting some kind of drums with like yeah. their hands. You can yeah. kind of you can kind of hear that, and then like really like small or whatever string instruments are getting like plucked really quickly, yeah. and it only happens like it's not something that continue it happens continuously throughout the movie but yeah. it's not something that like when they do it only lasts for a couple of seconds and mm-hmm. they kind of move on with it it's really weird yeah, yeah. it's super strange and the only other music change other than that is the uh they have like this kind of techno beat thing that plays at the party and then it yeah. plays at the end credits it plays in the trailer also uh-huh and that's like the only difference yeah <laughs> like, but like the, the sounds in it is like very strange like the sounds become the score like there's a plot not plot point but there's something during the story like something that's brought up is that the stepdad has like a rowing machine of some yeah, sort yeah. and makes a sound yeah you never see the machine the whole never movie but you hear it <sighs> yeah and it amplifies it sometimes it becomes a score yeah it's weird i, thought, I, I yeah. love i love that part yeah I mean, I really, really it. well done especially lot. uh when it's utilized kind of in the end of the movie yeah. where mm-hmm. they do something with it mm-hmm. It was uh, really good. So what, what did you think of the, um, I mean, I guess not really lead. It's both of them. Both so, of them are great. Yeah. I think yeah. they're both great. I think Anton Yelchin's great. Mm-hmm. I really like Anya Taylor-Joy. Yeah. I loved her in Witch. I liked her a lot in Split. Yeah. Um, I think she's great. I'm excited to see her in New Mutants. Oh, okay. I didn't know she was in that. Yeah. Yeah. She's playing, uh, I think she's playing. Or maybe I did if you mentioned it and I just forgot. Yeah. yeah she's playing um, Magic. Um, she's playing Ileana Rasputin. She's playing Klaus's little sister. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, what does she do? Does she still do the She's thing? like a sorceress type character. Okay. She can like... Because why not? Yeah, yeah. why not? <laughs> you know, those are always fun to explain their fucking powers. Yeah, exactly. Um, just like Scarlet Witch. Like, she's in these Marvel movies. I don't think anybody knows what the fuck yeah. she really does. Yeah, just got a magic stuff. It's like know. she kind of like shoots red stuff out of her hands, but I, I don't know. She like, her fingers a lot. Yeah. Half the time her fingernail polish is coming off. She can give she's... people bad dreams. I don't know. <laughs> Something, um, yeah. 
She got rid of uh She got fucking Android? Was <laughs> yeah. it the vision? Yeah, she got rid of vision for a second. So yeah. I mean yeah. She she can do something. <laughs> she can do something. It's like well you have her brother who can run really fast and you have her who can do stuff. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She could probably run fast also. Who knows? Yeah, probably. <laughs> she was a track star. <laughs> um but yeah. Yeah, I, I think both of them were great, and I think that they're really good at playing different sides of the spectrum. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. from like you see in the trailer, one that doesn't feel anything. Yeah, that's like is completely emotional. It's the one that feels too much. Yeah, she feels everything. Her feels, emotions yeah. are out of control. And yeah, to to it uh, to to defining of her personality. And everything. Yes. It's, yeah. yeah. Um, and Antonio Alcin is great as um. Yeah, he's not in it that much. He's it's... not in it that much. You you think he's gonna be a sleazy type character, but he's yeah. really not as much as he's just he's like, not yeah misunderstood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And he's made a lot of mistakes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, we'll get to it more in spoilers. There's definitely a part where, like, halfway through the movie, I was like, oh, so he died in the middle of production. Yeah. So he's okay. So they just adapted and ran with it. Like mm-hmm. I thought it was a good a- adaptation. I was like okay yeah they they just went with it and did the and that okay that works and so that's what i thought was happening because he's he comes in a little bit in the movie and then he disappears for like the whole second half Mm -hmm. or kind of like maybe last third kind of until like the end and then he comes back for like a second yeah and it's just like a random scene and it's like oh it's not okay and yeah so i don't know and like you said maybe they shot it out of order so maybe they had it and they had more planned for him and he was gonna be out of the story anyways but maybe if they did they rolled with it really well yeah they did yeah like either way yeah it worked out it didn't affect it too much yeah um yeah no i thought i thought the cast was really good um music was good i think how it was shot and directed was really interesting the movie is a lot slower than you would think it is it is it doesn't feel long though but it's just like for me it felt super long really i went into it and i was like i didn't look at the time for it Mm -hmm. and so when i was watching it in the movie i was like how much fucking li- and i couldn't tell mm. like it, i don't know if the movie uses the three-act structure like i couldn't tell when like plot points were happening and stuff and it was doing like chapter one like i had like title mm. cards and everything and i was like i don't know what's i can't get a feel for the pacing in this movie right and so at the end of it i was like how fucking long was that and mm. i walked out and it was only like an hour and a half i was like are you kidding me <laughs> that was only 90 minutes yeah. <laughs> that felt like two hours but yeah, it didn't feel that long to me yeah, it felt super long for like it felt like it was dragging at certain points but most of the stuff, even with a dragon, was, like, just the long takes he would decide to do. Because it's not even the kind of stuff where, like, the long takes that I usually like, which are in action sequences. And so you have to choreograph all the fight scenes and everything. You still have to choreograph the stuff in this movie. But, like, I remember one long se- I remember one long take in particular where they were discussing something, the two girls. And, like, they're outside in the backyard. And there's this, like, huge, like, chest board behind them (laughs) and the girl like the one girl that doesn't feel anything is like walking back and forth and like i guess just playing chess with herself or something Mm -hmm. and it's just a long shot of like two minutes of her two or three minutes of like the one girl sitting on a chair and then the other one like walking back and forth and explaining stuff and like moving chess pieces and i just thought that scene was like really interesting and i was actually trying to like watch to see if she was playing chess correctly <laughs> like i was looking at the pieces like is that move okay yeah that's fine does that one oh, okay yeah, she can do that so so it, like it even checked out so like i think like the actor like the actress she had to memorize like where all the pieces were going yeah, right. and like what she was saying and it was it was super interesting i don't really remember what that scene was about but i just remember how it was executed being the she was talking about part. the horse oh okay yeah yeah that's right because in the beginning of the movie she 
kills her horse yeah and you don't really get to see that but it kind of surrounds her character for the whole yeah, movie everybody's like they're crazy yeah but she's like she had gun tensions like why it happened you find out later on yeah yeah why exactly. she did it yeah it just turned out really messy <laughs> it did but yeah uh, amanda's one that doesn't feel lily i knew lily was the other one okay lily's the other one yeah is yeah. the one that feels too much yeah um, but and amanda's then, kind of uh like i think the correct term for it is like sociopath or whatever yeah. well she's you, well she couldn't find out why they were called what, what her term would be yeah when she yeah. was talking about her yeah. like psychiatry mm-hmm. or psychologist like trying to talk to her and everything i from what i understand i think most of the term that gets applied to people who don't have actual emotions is sociopath because they don't have the social skills mm-hmm. to understand like social cues and like emotions from other people and stuff. I think that's it. I don't know. There's some book on Amazon that I put on my wish list like two years ago that I never got to buy. It was called <laughs> like confessions of a sociopath or okay. something. And it was like just a book written by a sociopath. It was like, I don't feel shit. So this is how my life is. And <laughs> just like wrote about like Fair random enough. shit. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. It's really interesting. Um, at least the excerpt that I read from it, but yeah, yeah it's a, interesting story to try to tell with these two girls and i don't know like it it wasn't the like like we said earlier the marketing is really weird on it and it's mainly because they compare it to heathers like right in the trailer so i'm expecting really ironic stuff and like really like black comedy stuff Mm -hmm. i'm expecting to be dying on the floor laughing of like just funny shit that's happening and there's maybe two or three things that happened where i was like giggling like chuckling to myself kind of but other than that like i was like oh it's not really a funny movie so well, what it's is this black comedy it's just it's not like coen brothers black comedy or something like that it's yeah it's just really really dry yeah it's dry comedy dry black comedy which is like it's very specific kind of humor <laughs> it is yeah but it's like some of this like i don't know like some of the stuff didn't even just like seem that funny like there was one moment where i was like kind of cracking up it's like in the beginning of the movie where uh amanda comes over and lily's helping her with her homework and amanda kind of like you know not doing social cues and not worrying about emotions like confronts her pretty straight like mm-hmm. yeah so how much is my mom paying you to like do that and like mm-hmm. yeah whatever like you're tutoring me quote unquote mm-hmm. but you're just my mom's like paying you money she's like no she's not it's like i read the fucking emails like, hey, yeah, like, right. like i like 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 whatever and blah blah and so they have it like kind of an argument for a second and then Lily, goes, they're like, okay, let's go study. And Lily goes to walk away, and, like, Amanda tries to hug her. Yeah. <laughs> and Lily, like, backs away and, like, drops her book. She's like, what? What are you doing? And Amanda was like, oh, sorry, I was trying to I was trying to give you a hug. And Lily was like, yeah, just, it seemed like an attack. Yeah, it seemed like an attack, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, was, it was really good, but it was, like, one of, like, maybe the three things that I thought were, like, pretty funny in the yeah. movie. Um. So I was just, I was just expecting more of that. Mm-hmm. I had different expectations, mm-hmm. uh, especially with Heather's seeing that on the trailer and that being one of my favorite movies ever. I was expecting more of that tone, just yeah, like sure. the ton- just like the tongue in cheek kind of stuff. Like in Heather's, where like, uh, like Veronica, what's her name, um, freaking mom and Stranger Things, Winona Ryder. Uh, Ryder. There's like a mm-hmm. scene in like Heather's where uh, they're talking about like the girl that quote unquote killed herself. And one of the writer's characters, like, listening to it in the classroom, she's like, like, everyone's just like, what if she meant this? And what if she meant that? And the teacher's like, good. 
good we're breaking through don't you see this is what she meant and so like they're all getting really serious and Winona Ryder like cracks up laughing she's like giggling she's like <laughs> and then everyone looks at her and she pretends to be crying she's like <laughs> she like switches up like super quick yeah. so I was expecting more of that yeah, just sure. like the super like sarcastic like well, they, they, very satirical kind of humor there's a plot point they what fake crying <laughs> oh yeah yeah I, how, how did you like that like do you think that girl was actually able the actress who plays her was she actually able to like yeah the technique. it looks really realistic yeah, yeah. sure yeah. yeah absolutely that's an acting technique yeah she was like controlling how she was able to cry and she mm-hmm. like cried kind of on cue mm-hmm. and this movie isn't something with the long takes and everything they do it doesn't seem like they'd be able to hide something that easily yeah, right. or something that difficult mm-hmm. that easily like that. So I think she might've been yeah, actually doing it. It's a lot of it. long takes, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of like Tarantino-esque, like yeah. just put the camera there on talk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It reminded me yeah. of that in uh, Finch, like David Fincher. Yeah. Like, you just sit the camera there and the camera movements were like really exact. Mm-hmm. It's like, didn't seem like almost any of this movie was shot handheld. Mm-hmm. Like it seemed like it was all either on a pod or on a tracking device or something. And, so like everything was like super like David Fincher does that a lot. Yeah. Like a character will walk across a room, and so the camera like s- like follows them very fluidly. It doesn't yeah, right. like really snap or anything. It's just I like, don't know why more people don't do that. Because it can it can seem it depends on what kind of feeling you want to go yeah, for, right. you want to go for, mm-hmm. and that can seem very like I know the reason David Fincher does it is because he wants the audience to almost feel like God when mm-hmm. they're watching the movie, and it's a very like omniscient kind of feel where you can just. Like David Fincher does a lot of computer animation too, where they go up and over stuff and mm-hmm. around and do whatever. And like, so you get areas where like you can't really track certain things. Right. But the shot in and of itself makes it look like you can see anything sure. anywhere at any point in time. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's might have been what this movie was kind of aiming for too is that like it's a very, I mean, if you think about it, it matches up with the theme of the movie too. You have one girl that struggles with her emotions. And so even the viewpoint that we see them through is very detached. There's sure. nothing raw or emotional about it. There's no handheld shaky stuff. Mm. It's all very exact and very choreographed and very technical. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think that probably, it probably would have made more sense if they had a balance of that. Like if they did that, but then also did handheld stuff mm-hmm. to like mirror both of the uh, characters, mm-hmm. but maybe it's more about like Amanda or something yeah, like, sure. being detached and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just trying to sound as like, smart as i can (laughs) yeah is it okay there you go um yeah (laughs) that's my take on it though yeah i mean we can go ahead and get into spoilers i guess yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so what do you think of like the story and the like plot and everything i think it's interesting i think it's um i think that there's layers to it but i think that the general idea of it is pretty pretty forward yeah you know about like money pretty basic yeah you know people born into this or that you know have certain expectations but don't want to let go of things that they need to yeah you know they don't want to take the whole package and want to pick and choose what comes with that type of living yeah but um i think it's really interesting and you have three characters that are three different like types of people so you have somebody that's completely detached you have somebody that isn't uh-huh. and you have somebody that's supposed to be like a criminal yeah like the worst person is like the person that has the most emotion and it's supposed it comes from this lush lifestyle and everything like yeah. that yeah like as a movie goes like you kind of figure out like oh yeah you're kind of shitty yeah yeah absolutely you yeah. know it's like there's a one scene where frank 
the dad. Yeah, yeah I think that's his Frank. name. Um, it sounds like a douchebag stepdad name. Yeah, so yeah. That. <laughs> but you find he's not that much of a douche. Like he's a asshole. He's, yeah, he's, he's uh, yeah asshole. he's he's pretty rude, but like but he's, he's got some points. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. He kind of like <laughs> breaks Lily down. Where yeah, he's like, okay, so you think you're just entitled to this and blah blah blah. And yeah, you know, I'm trying to do the best, but like you aren't making it any easy. Yeah, easier definitely. on me or your mother. You and, get to yeah, you get. He's very he's a pretty well crafted character. Yeah, like, he's a dick, but uh-huh. like. You get to see a part of him where you're like, oh, this this guy kind of has a point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like he's um, he's an asshole. There's like one part where he goes off on you know the mom. Yeah, <laughs> which is showing the uh, trailer. You know. Yeah, it's yeah, like, the I'm fine saying, thing. Yeah, it's like like I'm some type of fucking robot. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm like, fine. Just fucking leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, because he's mad because he fell off his bike even though they don't show it. Yeah, which <laughs> is something that Lily. Yeah, Lily uh, uh, tried to unscrews or loosens the screw on the front tire. Yeah, because he's basically she's trying to get out of uh, she's trying to get rid of this guy, which wasn't her original idea. Like. Amanda's the one that was like, well, let's just kill him sometime. You ever thought about doing that? And so she kind of plants the idea in her head, or maybe it was already there. Who knows? But, um, yeah, like Lily is very upset with things. Like her mom is married to this guy now. It's her stepdad, and he's trying to send her away to school and trying to get her, like, out of the house and just whatever. Like there's a little bit of, like, I feel like the movie doesn't really develop their tension too much. Mm -hmm. It's very generic tension where it's like, okay you two are related like only by the mom here slash wife so like you're the stepdaughter and you're the stepdad and you don't get along and he's trying to send you to school and you're mad at him Mm -hmm. that's it like there's not a lot of stuff really developed into it the characters themselves like how they're played or how, how they're portrayed are really good but uh there's nothing like it's a pretty basic like story Mm -hmm. and um they like come up with a plan like kill him and shit goes wrong that's where anton yelchin comes in there yeah they try to hire him because like oh he's a drug dealer yeah and he's (laughs) and he's already got a he's already been arrested once for uh listening sex from a minor yeah 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 when he was like 23 and she was like 17 17 or 16 or something so it was like quote unquote statutory rape yeah it wasn't but i mean it wasn't like super fuckers like you fucked a kid yeah it was like one of those things like it's right on the fucking like cusp yeah just like uh, exactly um so they're like, oh, we can use this guy. You yeah. know, he's probably done crime. Let's get him yeah. to. Oh, he's got a gun. Says he's got a gun and <laughs> well, they... have him go shoot Frank. Yeah. And then they, they blackmail him because they're talking to him because they try they were... to go buy drugs off of him and record him. Yeah. Record the yeah. deal. It's like, well, if you don't do this, we're going to turn you in. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. What did you What did you think of his character? Like? I liked him. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he was, you know. He had some of the most, like, it wasn't even black comedy, but he had some of the, like, funny moments. Yeah. Like, with his character, uh, I think Amanda was trying to say something about him. It's like, do you have a gun? Like, you don't have a gun. Like, blah, blah. And he's just like, I love his line. He says it, like, three different times. He's like, you don't know me. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, he just keeps going back to that. He's like, you don't know me. Yeah. He's, like, trying to be intimidating, but he's just, like, stupid. Yeah. He, like, doesn't know what he's doing, obviously. And then he gets the gun, and you're like, oh, okay, maybe he knows what he's doing. But even then, like, he kind of gets his ass beat for a second. <laughs> I'm trying to make a criminal enterprise. Yeah. And, like... <laughs> It's, uh, that's a funny part where he's talking about like yeah i'm gonna have a nice house like this one with the same type of car out front and everything yeah it's like oh the car you can go and use to drive door to door and tell them that you're a uh, sex offender <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah 
that's that a pretty, good joke. Yeah. Um, no, he's he's good. Like, remember he first like showed up on on screen, you know, at the party or whatever. Uh-huh. I was like, I love that scene where he first shows up. He's like talking to yeah. those high school kids, and then one of them knocks him. Well, yeah, doesn't knock him out, but gives him a black eye. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and stuff and everything. I'm like, ah, oh, Anton, like he's that, good, man. Yeah, that was that was a good point because all that was in a long take again. It was yeah, like three or four minutes of a long take, mm-hmm. and they were going through the party that like Lily's at, and then like it goes to Anton Yelchin's character, and mm-hmm. he's there for a second and gets pun- it doesn't cut away, like he gets punched, and mm-hmm. then they like kind of she he he leaves first, and then she follows him and. Yeah, it was really well. That's one of the things that I kept coming back to in the movie. Where I was like, man, this is really like well done. At least the director knows what he's doing with like the camera guy, and they're making it look really good. So yeah, at least sure. there's that. I mean, it didn't hold my interest enough to where I'd probably go see the movie again or buy it on Blu-ray right. or whatever. Right, but uh, sure. it it held enough of it. But I mean, okay, so we're in spoilers. Does the what did you think of the father's ultimate? Well, first of all. Anton Yelchin is hired to do the plan to kill him and he doesn't follow through with it. Yeah. So yeah. Lily's like, we're going to take this gun. We're going to, I'm going to hide in the second grill. Yeah. Which is, I guess on a field. Yeah. Cause he's like my, he's only, he only uses the first grill when he's cooking. Like yeah. the second grill is back there. So we'll hide it back there and you can grab it. Yeah. Yeah. So Frank is at home alone. Yeah. Because Lily and her mom went off for like a spa, spa weekend or yeah, something. And yeah, and Amanda had a cover story also. It's like, so we're out. You go there, you get your gun, you go, and then you shoot them. Yeah. Because they have to have alibis. They yeah. have to be out and everything. Yeah, so he's like hanging out at the house. Like he's trying to sleep, but he's like awake. Yeah. And like the lights start, like the um, light. Motion lights. Yeah, motion sensor lights, lights yeah. um, outside turn on. Yeah. And then turn off, turn on again. <laughs> and like he kind of goes to investigate. He goes yeah. downstairs and is up looking, and another light comes on and stuff. And there's like just a quick take of like the grill opening, a hand picking up the gun, and then closing. Yeah. And they're like, "Uh oh, what's gonna happen?" But nothing happens. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't show yeah, anything. So you're sounds. like, "Oh." So that's where you thought Anton Yelchin probably died, which I thought also. I'm like, "Oh, yeah. they, he died before they were able to take the rest." Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it just had somebody's hand pick up the gun, <laughs> and then like they weren't able to shoot the rest of it. Yeah. yeah. But then by the end of the film, you see him again. And yeah, because Lily runs into him. Yeah, yeah, you went from working in nursing home to valeting cars. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, he doesn't go through with it. Then. No, he doesn't so go dad, with the it. The dad doesn't die. So, or at least doesn't die then. Lily's getting more and more irritable yeah. about the whole situation. Yep. So she decides she just wants to stab the fuck out of him at one point in the movie. And it's like yeah. the same part where we have such a good scene. Yeah. Too. I fucking love yeah. that scene. And it's that scene where we were talking about where he kind of like tells her who she is and stuff like that. Yeah. And Amanda's like hiding with a knife and stuff. Oh, and she's like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Knife. I thought you were talking about the actual killing. No, scene. no, that's no, a good no, scene no. too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then later on, her and Amanda are hanging out near yeah. the end of the film and. They're talking and stuff, and all the whole movie they've been on and off. Yeah, like they get a little like petty arguments or whatever. Yeah, they stop they're talking, just they hang out again. Yeah, they're so different. They yeah. just like like one of them will get mainly Lily. She'll get offended by something uh-huh. and then won't want to be around her, and then try to go to back to her and apologize, mm-hmm. and they'll get pissed off about something else, and they'll stop being friends with her, and then whatever. Like it's it's really like it it shows her emotional overreactions and mm-hmm. stuff a lot which is really good for her character. But uh, they hang out one final time. And the only part I I didn't get, I didn't understand why, like, so she says, like, she starts talking to Amanda about this, like, kind of deep stuff where she's like, 
do you even feel like your life is worth living and mm-hmm. like doing all this stuff like you can't feel anything so you're not really experiencing everything she gets really like you can tell she's starting to get like really manipulative with mm-hmm. her and then she admits to her that she basically put root like she roofied her drink yeah and she's like stop drinking because like they connect for a second and uh she's like stop drinking and man like what and she's like i roofied your drink whatever blah blah and um she like explains the thing to her she's like amanda's like why and she's like yeah i was gonna roofie you and then kill frank and then have it be blamed on you and everything and amanda chugs the drink yeah like what do you like what do you think that like i I didn't understand that moment i think that it's a couple things i think first of all she's like i still think of you the same way as a friend and everything yeah so happily take this for you okay I mean, what else am I fucking doing with my life? Yeah. And see, she's putting Lily in a d- position to make a decision. Okay. She's like, I'm chugging this, so if you're going to fucking do it, you you got to do it now. Yeah, gotcha. So she chugs a drink and passes out and okay. kind of forces her into a corner of being like, yeah. if you're going to do this, then go yeah. do it. Or fucking like, not up or shut up. Like, yeah, exactly. Right I, I mean, I think that's a good point because I think throughout mm-hmm. most of the movie, Lily had been trying to get Amanda to do a lot mm-hmm. of stuff. And so, cause like she wasn't maybe cause she wears her emotions on her sleeves too much. She was afraid to really commit to something. Mm-hmm. And so in doing that, Amanda was like, all right, well your plan is in action. So fucking follow through. Yep. And, uh, I think, I think that's a really good point. The other thing with them being friends, um, is a good point because they're, like, it's not something that I'd really... I knew they were, like, friends for, like, a second. But then the end of the movie really makes it more impactful because the picture she has hanging up once she goes to the mental institution is, like, both of them mm-hmm. on the horses. Yeah. like, And so it makes sense because it's the movie she first saw. Mm-hmm. Or it's the poster she first saw in the mansion mm-hmm. of, like, just uh, Lily on the horse smiling that she made fun of where she like smiled in the mirror and stuff. Yeah. Right. Um, so they'd been friends for like a long time. Mm-hmm. They just stopped being friends for at a couple point. of years. Yeah. But yeah, that whole scene where like, it just stays on Amanda. It doesn't even follow Lily upstairs. Like Frank's up there working out on a thing. The wrong machine. Yeah. He's working out on the wrong machine. A couple like, boom, boom, boom. yeah. You're like, boom, boom, boom. and yeah. it's just showing Amanda like um, Amanda actually starts snoring. Yeah. At one point. yeah. <laughs> she's like snoring. Cause she's just passed the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And then Lily comes back down holding a butcher knife, just like covered in she's blood. Covered in blood. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck else she's standing. Yeah. But she is covered. She's got blood on her fucking clothes everywhere. Yeah. And like on the knife and on her hands. And she All rubs blood on. Yeah. She l- rubs blood yeah. on Amanda and everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then she like lays down next door and like cries for a second. Yeah. It's really sad. I-, I love that scene though, just because, just because of how it's executed. Mm-hmm. It stays on Amanda. It's one shot. And Lily gets up, grabs a knife, goes upstairs. We hear everything happen. And then she comes back down and we like see the results of it. And we see how it concludes. Mm-hmm. But I really, I really like that. Yeah, um, for sure. And then she sees. And, then, and so in this moment and everything, you know, I thought Anton Yelch was out of the movie. Yeah, right. And then he comes back like she's going to a restaurant and it has like valet parking. Yeah, and so she she's like in the restaurant to meet with the college uh, head. Oh, okay. For the college, she's gotcha. trying to get into, or I think so. Get into, because she's like, "Oh yeah, I was friends with my ex stepfather." Whatever. He's like, "Oh yeah, I heard about that." Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, he's there. So I was like, "Oh, he's not fucking." But then again, like we said, they could have shot that out yeah. of order. So maybe he was. Who, regardless of what they did, it worked out. Yeah, it didn't affect his his death seems like it didn't really affect the movie so yeah right it, right. it, sh- it was pretty well pretty well handled and then uh 
we find out that Amanda's in a mental institution and she wrote Lily a letter. I actually found myself questioning at the end of the movie whether that's what the letter actually said or not. Mm-hmm. Um, because we don't actually get to see a letter. We just hear Lily telling uh Anton Yelchin's character like what the letter said. Mm-hmm. And then we hear Amanda like reading it and stuff, and we see how Amanda's living in the institution. Mm-hmm. That uh But she doesn't tell him what it says. Oh, I thought she well, she doesn't say like what it says but she's like saying isn't isn't she telling him no like wait what, so what does she say she does it, the very last line of the film is i don't know i didn't read it oh uh, okay so like it goes i must, there. Say, she, I must she, have got thrown off then because i was she brings up the letter and then yeah. it cuts straight to amanda like amanda everything she wrote and then yeah. like it goes back down yeah that's right like, so what does it say and she's like i threw it away or yeah. i didn't read it wherever it was that's right yeah. that's right yeah so do you think she actually read it then no no probably not okay no, I think I think that she got what she wanted, and she's just as emotionless as Amanda was, but just yeah. doesn't show it. You think she like turns into that? Yeah, I, I think that it's it's so like Anton Yelchin's character is supposed to be shitty because he's a drug dealer and you know yeah solicits sex from a minor or whatever yeah, but he's actually like not that bad of a guy, like. As far as a person goes, he has like a conscience and all this stuff, and he yeah. talks big or whatever. But he just he's like, got like he's got some kind of morals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He just he's just Anton Yelchin, yeah. you know, in like most of his movies. Yeah. Um, and then with Amanda, sure she's a bitch. Sure she's a, very opinionated and she's emotionless. Yeah. But like, she's not a complete monster or whatever, you yeah. know, as or as much as she wants people to think. And then you have Lily, on the other hand, who's really, like, for the first half of the film, is really emotion, like, has a lot of emotions and everything, yeah. and very emotional, um, is, like, very apologetic and stuff, but, mm-hmm. like, as it goes on, her being emotional is that she's into a lot of emotions, and one yeah. of emotions is, like, how she feels about Frank or Mark, whoever his name is. Yeah, yeah. And, um you find out that she's like the worst one out of all three of them. Oh yeah. And you think, Oh, well she comes from money and she's, you know, a thoroughbred and you know, whatever. (laughs) And she has all this and stuff. It's just not enough for, Mm. you know, and she's manipulative in a way. And yeah, you know, she's not a, you know, basically everything that he said to her in that scene, like she doesn't make anything easy or anything like that. And she's got an attitude problem and, you know, so I mean, she's like the worst out of them. And, Definitely. uh, by that end part where it like has like, well, I got what I wanted. I still have all my money and I'm going to a college I want to go to. So <laughs> la-di-da, Fair enough. you know, yeah, it's a good point. And yeah. it looks like nothing affected her at all. Yeah. I got, I guess I just got thrown off when, uh, when she mentions the letter and then Amanda starts reading it. Yeah. Right. I was paying too much attention to that. Yeah. Right. So I forgot that she actually did say like, yeah, I didn't read it. And it's yeah. like, oh yeah, I did. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that is it. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was it was okay though. It's an okay movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I guess is, is that it? Yeah, I yeah. So. yeah. I think that's about it. What do you uh, what do you give the award to? I give the award to um the cast. Um, it's small cast, only like five people. Yeah, it's um, a really minimal minimalistic movie. Throughout yeah. I throughout the movie, I got certain feelings of a almost felt like a play. Yeah, for more, sure. Instead of yeah, like there's a not many movie. sets. There's only like three sets. Yeah four sets something like that like mm-hmm. the house is usually what most of it takes place in yeah um yeah give it to them they're all great okay. you know 
uh anton will be missed he's great yeah. <laughs> um anya taylor joy you know uh super promising career for both of her and olivia cook i think it's who played amanda oh, okay. um so it'd be good to see both of yeah them see progress them, and more stuff more yeah yeah and um hopefully at some point you know they can play characters that are their age <laughs> yeah they're in their early 20s <laughs> yeah i'm gonna stuff. say like they're in their 20s yeah. and like, they're playing high schoolers right yeah. now isn't that how it always is yeah pretty much <laughs> what are you gonna do um yeah uh, yeah that was yeah that's that's all good points uh i'm just gonna give my my award to that uh the killing scene the, the long take that they do i just i really like how that's executed once she once amanda passes out and lily goes upstairs and comes back down and mm-hmm. just how how they do the whole thing because that i think that not only show it shows a lot of different parts of the movie which is like how those two actors shine in their roles how uh what the movie is essentially about the production value that they use with like the long takes and how they tried to show stuff in different ways. And then right. Like the icing on the cake, like the cherry on top of all of it is just Amanda snoring. And it's like, that's the black comedy I was looking for. Yeah, right, it's sure. like, you have someone snoring downstairs while you're butchering someone upstairs. Yeah, like yeah, right. this is some of the comedy I was expecting. So like, yeah, that's right. one of the funniest scenes in the movie. But um, sure. so I think that movie is like kind of the culmination of everything I was expecting the whole movie to be about. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I give it that scene. But yeah. I'm, I'm hoping to see those uh, those girls and more stuff. Nice, yeah, for yeah, sure. Solid, so, solid flick of them so far. But yeah, yeah, that's a uh, that's thoroughbreds. What do we got a recommendation corner today? Or um, well, since this was Anton Yelchin, I say people should go watch Green Room. Green Room was one of his last films. That, that was, I was gonna say, was he in that? That's yeah, him and Patrick Stewart. Yeah, Patrick okay. Stewart's in it. It's about a punk rock band that um. It's kind of on their like last leg of the tour. Or they're, yeah. they're touring around like they're super like hipstery, and they're like, we don't want you know, uh, we don't do iTunes or you know anything like that or stream our music or Facebook. Like we believe on like you guys buying tapes on like vinyl or whatever. Oh, okay. and they're like touring in a van and yeah, they're like yeah. running out of gas and blah blah blah, and they're crashing at this one guy's pad while on tour. He's like, hey, my cousin, he works at a, he works at a venue. Yeah. You go and you play there. They'll give you three hundred bucks. So it'll be more than enough for you guys to get back home and everything. So they're like, cool. So they go to play the show, and it's a Nazi bar. It's a okay. neo-Nazi club. <laughs> and after they're set, they go into the green room, you know, and uh, they witness a murder. Oh, okay. And basically, they bore themselves up in the green room as these Nazis are trying to get in. And it's a super violent horror crime film. Okay. So it's great. Anton Yelchin is the star of it. Yeah. Patrick Stewart is the head of the neo-Nazis. Okay. And uh, it's really good. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to check that out then. I've heard good things about it. That mm-hmm. came out in 16 or 15? 16. 16. Okay. It was yeah. in my top 10 that year. I think it's like number five or six. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I'll check that out. Um. And is is that anywhere? Can we watch that on Netflix or anything? Is that... No, it's on Netflix. I, I have the Blu-ray, so I oh, okay. Know. I saw theaters, and then I saw on Blu-ray. Oh, okay. Got yeah. You went in the theaters. Mm-hmm. Well. Oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah, let's see. I've got it's kind of re- kind of a recommendation. I haven't finished yet though, so we'll see what happens. Have you watched uh, Everything Sucks on Netflix? No, I've heard of it though. It is interesting. It's weird. Um, it starts out not very good. 
within like the first, like I barely made it through the first episode because I was I was about to turn it off. It kind of a uh, it's a '90s esque nostalgia like sitcom, not really sitcom, but a uh, thirty like half half hour like comedy on like Netflix Netflix original. Um, it's about these kids in the '90s. <laughs> they live in boring Oregon, okay. <laughs> which is an actual place. Like I haven't been there, but I remember being like, "Oh yeah, boring. That's a place in Oregon. Yeah, I remember that." Uh, <laughs> um, so they live in boring, and it's in the '90s. And that's one of the problems I have with the movies is that is, is the with the show is that it's very like they do it too much with the '90s. They're trying to like they're trying to recreate this like nostalgic nineties feel, but they're like going way too hard with it. Right. And the, and the characters, the kids who are playing the characters, you can tell they're acting their hearts out and they're trying to be the new, like stranger things kids or something. And they're just not as good. Mm-hmm. And uh, they don't have like any of the kids from the it or anything like it doesn't or from it. It doesn't feel anything like that. Like the kids just don't have very good chemistry. Sure. But, um, like one of the kids, they didn't, they just do it too much where they're like, you get it. It's in the nineties yet. Like, one kid's like, holy shnikes, and like stuff like that. It's like, you got to be fucking kidding oh, me. Of course. And within the first episode, you've got like 10 different like songs that are playing there. Like, yeah. oh yeah, this was from the 90s too. And yeah, yeah it's, right. it pulls like an atomic blonde, like, and just starts playing a lot of music from the 90s. It's, it's really weird, and they try way too hard. And I've only seen the first couple episodes, but the only reason that I've kept, um, that I, I'm interested in the show as much as I am, and I'm uh, recommending it is because there is a girl in it, a young girl. She's one of the, um, like, she's kind of a love interest in the show. And she has a very interesting arc because she basically is going through, like, she's like a sophomore in school or whatever. And she's going through trying to figure out if she's, like, like bi or gay or something. Okay. And she's very like she's she's trying to you know navigate those waters back in the nineties in high school, and this one boy like really likes her mm-hmm. and like tries to like ask her out and stuff, and she's so not only is she trying to explore her own sexuality and understand it, but she gets outed like super early before she even understands her being gay like herself right and someone else like calls her out on it and so she literally starts dating the kid just to throw the sin off the gay trail so like 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 she's like uh yeah i'll date you okay and that's like immediately like that happens and you're like oh shit so like it's really interesting because the girl's still trying to like understand her own stuff and this other kid is completely infatuated with her and she's like i don't care i'm just like Using I just years. need to not yeah. look gay, so yeah, everyone right. leaves me alone. Uh, I've only seen like the first couple episodes, like I said, but that got me hooked when I saw that. I was like, okay, that's interesting. I'll have to, I'll have to keep up with it. So nice. I haven't finished it. It's like you're gonna watch it, and like it's like I don't know. Maybe you'll like it. If you like it, you know, more power to you. But for me, it's a very rough pilot. It's very rough to watch because mm-hmm. it's just like the kids are supposed to carry it and they just don't, don't like they just can't true. like it's not they're not good like it's they're not good actors mm-hmm. i don't think or at least the writing for them isn't good or something i don't know but um yeah it's interesting enough to warrant a recommendation so okay. there you go <laughs> didn't uh that's, just that's what jones season two come out this week i think it did i think i started like yesterday or something no. or the day before no. and i've got to go find some kind of season one recap video on youtube so i can yeah, go sure. watch season two uh i didn't really get, like season one took me forever to get into mm-hmm. i didn't start liking jessica jones till like episode eight mm-hmm. and i'm surprised i stuck around for it that long so i'm gonna watch season two at some point but i'm not 
really looking forward to it because I just don't like Jessica Jones that much. But are you you gonna be watching it anytime soon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's eventually. Marvel stuff, so yeah, eventually we'll <laughs> get around to it. I oh, never, no. I never finished the Defenders. So the Defenders whatever. and Iron Fist put kind of a bad taste in my mouth. I was a huge fan of the Punisher. I liked it. It's just kind of like it was really slow, and it was kind of talking about things that if it would have come out during the Bush administration, it would have been very relevant. Oh, okay. And now it's like, yeah, we've heard all this before. <laughs> but it's like you could get a show that talks about PTSD in Afghanistan and Iraq <laughs> and stuff like that. It's like. Yeah, it's fucking 2018. Like, we've gotten that before. Like, what the fuck? Fair enough. <laughs> it's like, it's yeah. so deep. It's like, it's just a character piece. Like, eh, it's okay. It's yeah. fine. I, I watched, I think, the pilot of The Punisher. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's a solid, but I never. There's there's a lot of stuff on Marvel <laughs> in general. Sure, so I'm sure. like, oh, man. The movies themselves are hard enough to keep up with. So they've got all this shit on Netflix and everything now. I'm like, fuck, I got to watch all this too. Yep. So uh, we'll see. But. Yeah, is that it? Yeah, cool. So. Um, so you can, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can email it. Uh, you can email us at and the award goes to podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, you can leave us a Facebook or something on Twitter that we never check. Uh, you can follow us on SoundCloud. You can rate us on, I think, on iTunes. All kinds of bullshit. You can do all that. I was just thinking the other day, did you ever get in contact with, I mean, I've never gotten Aaron to record anything for us, yeah. but did you ever get in contact with your like tattoo guys? Did they ever get a mock-up for us? Uh, I got married. It's like, oh yeah, just hit me up. And so, cause they've been busy oh, okay. and I just like keep on forgetting. To. <laughs> yeah. I'll be seeing them next weekend, but you should, you should awesome. ask them about it. See yeah. if they have anything for us. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be cool to have some kind of artwork, but yeah, for sure. Take yeah. That, cause I Oscar picture down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, uh, I forgot about, um, I keep forgetting. I live with Aaron now, and I still keep forgetting You're to like, be like, hey, Aaron, do you hey, want to? Never mind. <laughs> um, I'll just make a sandwich. Speaking of the Oscars, though, real quick, we didn't mention the Oscars at the beginning. There was some okay stuff that happened. There's some really great things about the only thing that I didn't agree with was to want Best Picture. Yeah, wasn't that Shape of Water? Yeah, Shape of Water oh. won Best Picture, which, I, well, you really didn't like it. Yeah. I liked it a lot. But you didn't but like I it didn't. enough to warrant Fuck no. Best Picture. Like, Three Billboards is a I mean, of course, I'll say Three Billboards is a better film because it's my favorite film last year. But didn't they both, uh, Francis McDonough and Francis McDormand and, Francis Sam, McDormand Rockwell and Sam Rockwell, won for won best, best actress lead and... actress and best supporting actor? Oh, okay. Um, uh, Get Out won best original screenplay. First, first black I was very, man. To very win. happy about that. First black man to win best original screenplay. Oh, isn't okay. But I mean, he only half wins because he's only half black. Most, <laughs> most people don't know. He, he <laughs> exactly. looks. He doesn't look like he's half black, half white, but he is. But um, yeah. Um, they have a key and pill joke about that. I think. Do they really? Yeah, it's like surprised. both of them are half white and yeah. half, half black. We so can they... tell with key. I think. Yeah, we can yeah, tell yeah. With key, but like Jordan Pill is like, oh, but okay. They have some kind of joke with it where it's like, yeah, we talk normal and you yeah. know this is how we talk white and everything. And but you know we can turn on our black real oh, quick. Yeah, and they, I remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> they start like, yeah. oh shit! Oh, like yeah. They start talking quote unquote black. And yeah, he like, was raised by hilarious. his mom as well. Like his dad was in the picture, so he's raised in a white household or something, which is you know definitely definitely interesting. But um. Gary Oldman won for Best Actor, which was the favorite. Well, for, uh, it was it was one that people thought were going, but it wasn't the favorite because of all that stuff that came out about him. About him like, beating oh, okay. his wife and stuff yeah. like that at some point or whatever. Yeah. Um, or his ex-wife, whatever it was. And um, Best Supporting Actress went to Janie, Allison Janie for, for I, Tanya. Yes. Which I thought was going to be her or Lori Metcalf for Lady Bird. For Lady Bird, so, yeah. Um, and best director, I, I was hoping Guillermo would win. Guillermo did win. It did. But it went best picture. I'm like, Call Me By Your Name is a better film. Okay. 
Get Out's a better film. Yeah. I Fucking definitely thought Get Out three was Bill better. Three Billboards is better film. Better everything too, yeah. like that. And I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for Guillermo because I love Guillermo. Yeah. But I, I just don't think it should have won Best Picture. Yeah. Out of everything that was nominated for me, the stuff that I had seen so far yeah. would have definitely been Get Out. It yeah. Been like Get Out sure. would absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Won. I thought I want three Billboards, especially since it was like just fucking cashing in at every other award yeah yeah definitely every every other award uh, ceremony like everything like sag uh, golden globes everything mm-hmm. whatever it was it was just getting awards left yeah. and right so i was hoping it was going to pull it out especially since like and that was your number one of 2017 mm-hmm. wasn't it yeah yeah especially since like people didn't want it to win yeah people were like uh it's like it's too mean-spirited and blah 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 basically it does everything that shape of water did just in a different way i think okay the shape of water is about you know diversity and about like well like it's more of a love story in the sense like you're gonna love who you're gonna love and yeah you know whatever no matter you can't define love yeah no matter love who you love no matter what yeah exactly <laughs> and you know no matter if you're different even if or not it's, a fish. it's just gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> even if it's a fish you can love it yeah yeah and you got you got black characters you got gay characters you know and yeah. you got fish characters and then <laughs> and, um and then three billboards you have uh you know deals with racial issues and yeah. you know other things and problems with society and stuff it just is in a different way mm-hmm. but i just think that three billboards did better yeah definitely as we talk about our reviews and stuff like that, like you know, Shape of Water is could you could have been her falling in love with a dog and the fucking the dog, like, <laughs> so far. So, I mean, it could have been, yeah. But you know, <sighs> it won best movie. film. But I'm happy Blade Runner 2049 won two Academy Awards Did for it? okay. So I know for for like the technical so like yes. I, I don't know what sound they say. I know it's like um either cinematography or special effects or both or that one like guy that. i think for yeah. cinematography that it was, was like the first time he first won time yeah yeah and probably his best work i mean that movie was fucking gorgeous he, he deserves it's, it it's one of the best looking movies i've seen of the year yeah. yeah so uh yeah i mean a lot of it was um i forget who was the best ad- oh uh coming by your name one best adapted screenplay oh okay um because gotcha. it's based off a book or a play one yeah. or two um but yeah the only thing I was really upset about, I think that most of them you could tell who was going to win this year. It's not like the last couple of years, like, I really don't know what the fuck is happening. Especially, like, the fucking clusterfuck that was. <laughs> that was last year. That was La La Land and Moonlight <laughs> and, and all that. And, that was and fucking I, awesome. I love, that they, I love that they got them back again to do the best picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got Faye Dunaway and uh, uh, Warren Beatty. Yeah, 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 yeah. They didn't fuck it up this time. Yep. <laughs> that was hilarious. I remember watching He even tried doing a little fake off. He's like, uh, it's your water. <laughs> it would be great if you just did it again. It's like, oh, just kidding. It's three billboards. It's like, <laughs> yeah, damn. that'd be amazing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's the Oscars. Uh, mm-hmm. Rich, pe- rich people telling each other that they're awesome. So, yeah. yep. Let's all go fuck each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I do. I uh, love. I I really like Guillermo del Toro's speeches for his two. I like that. You know, he's very humble about everything. Yeah. Um. He didn't write a speech. I was watching an interview afterwards. It's like if I wrote his, wrote a speech, I just get really sweaty and nervous, <laughs> and I would just been soaking through the paper, and then I would got lost. I was saying, so I just spoke from the heart, and he did, and I like that. That's but cool. um, the big thing that I want to bring up was um, Princess McDormand's acceptance speech. I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, where she brings up like a you know people use Oscars to like make new connections after like at the yeah. after parties and yeah, stuff definitely. it's like just wait two days it's like come and see me in my office or go see a person's office like let's just leave business off the table and just like 
celebrate the evening. Let's not talk business, you yeah, know, for yeah. a day or two or whatever. And then be professional enough to come and see me yourself yeah. in a place that's designated for business, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, Very good point. <laughs> and she also, uh, I forgot what it, the term is, but she says it at the oh, end. Oh, yeah. Um, I forget what it was. But it's basically like... Because I didn't watch any of this live. Yeah, it's like you can put your contract to be like... Yeah. You have to have a certain number of minorities and like women and stuff to yeah. be hired in the production staff. So yeah. it can be yeah. predominantly men mm -hmm. and uh, white men at that. Yeah. So it was a really, uh, I'm glad she brought that up and I hope that starts getting implemented, implemented more. I just forget the fucking term for it. Yeah. Uh, I saw it on like online mm -hmm. and I was like, Oh, it's really fun. Cause I didn't know what it is. So yeah. I had to like look I it up and I was like, Oh shit. That's but cool. sadly you had to put it in a contract in the first place. Yeah. Like that's not just a thing you would think they would do. That's, yeah. That's, I think we were talking about it before. It was like, uh, even with my struggle with like screenwriting sometimes is that I, you know, even though I'm a white dude, I try to, I want to help out with representation as much as I can. So when I write stuff, I write a lot of my characters, like aren't regular, like whatever, like the, the, the what's, con what's seen as the norm, like a straight sure. white American male. Like I try to go out of my, cause even then when I was saying it, I was like, yeah, regular, like, so everything else isn't regular. It's like, no, like we're so used to that being the norm right. now that we use those words to describe it even when we're talking and we're trying to say something else, but sure. uh, like, yeah. So in a lot of my stuff, I try to write it where it's like, you know, Oh, it's a gay character or a black character yeah. or a female character. And um, even in screenwriting, you have to specify that because mm -hmm. if you don't specify stuff, well, they want to, they're yeah. just going to be like, Oh, it's a white person probably. Cause he didn't say anything else. So it's sure. probably just white. So right. <laughs> yeah, they just cast white and you're like, all right. So you have to like, kind of explain other yeah, stuff. Like if you wrote shape of water, he'd be like, all right, well it's a sea creature, but he's also gay and black. <laughs> yeah. And also he's asexual. So there's no go. man or a woman. Yeah. So he he's doesn't just, care. Yeah. And then the woman, it doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What is this world God, coming to? How did the fucking movie went? Okay. Anyways, um, yeah. So if you want to email us and all that stuff, do all that. Uh, that's a nice little news segment at the end of the show, though. I don't have a lost update for Megan because she like hasn't watched it yet since she's she's gotten back from like fucking Ireland or Scotland or something. Ireland. Yeah, she went on her trip and then like hasn't watched it yet because yeah. she's been back at work and stuff. And so I guess not working for a week and a half and going leaving the country when you come back they're like all right you're gonna work non-stop for like three weeks straight or something so i don't know so she's uh yeah last time last weekend when we went to go record i didn't hear back from her until afterwards she's like no i haven't had a chance to turn it back on yet so and i'm like come on you're so close you're in season four don't give up now yeah. so everyone uh you can find her on facebook her name is <laughs> megan no, i'm just kidding uh <laughs> No, but everyone tell her that she needs to finish it because she's so close. Um, all right, so I guess that's it for this week. Next week, what are we seeing? Did we figure that out yet? No. Okay, we'll figure it out later then. Tomb Raider comes on next Tomb week. Tomb Raider. That's a video game movie. Maybe. maybe. I don't want to watch Tomb Raider. No, I don't really want to watch it. The only reason I'll watch is because I know Nick Frost is in it, and I love me some Nick Frost. Who's that? He's the fat English guy off of the Edgar Wright films. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. What, what the fuck is he doing in it? I don't know. He's he's one of her friends or something. Okay. Interesting. I mean, we probably still won't watch it, but no. maybe. I don't know what else comes out next week. I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe we'll do a Netflix thing or something. Yeah, I don't maybe. fucking know. We'll figure it out. All right. Yeah. We'll see you guys next week. Yep. Bye. Bye.